Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Presented by Audiovisual Consultations. What would you say you do here? I don't like to brag, but I do a pretty convincing Omar from the HBO program The Wire. I manage a baseball team. Literally. Fantasy. All your fantasy sports updates. Fantasy what? Fantasy baseball. Got Matsui. He's worth a million in prizes. Obviously, you're not a golfer. Hey, I got a hockey record. That's interesting, man. The host from the East Coast, here's Wax. That was pretty classic. Oh, yeah! Still feeling it. Trying to encourage Ty to bring the energy because... He had a late night last night. I've had a late day because I'm still celebrating the fact that Manchester City are finally champions of Europe. I know it doesn't matter to any of you guys that don't watch soccer, but I guarantee you it's a big deal. But we're going to talk about other things, too. We might talk about more soccer, though, because this guy, I don't know if you heard about him. His name is Messi. He's going to come over to MLS. It might change the way that we look at soccer in this country. I don't know. We can discuss that. Obviously, NBA Finals are still going on. I'm sure we're going to touch on that. Texas baseball, we talked about in the first hour. I think we're going to come back to that eventually at some point. Uh, If you've been listening since the opening, I'm sorry we lied to you. Unfortunately, no Al Walsh at midway point. I was hoping to speak to him. I know, Ty, you were too. We'll we'll do our best to kind of simulate what Al might be doing, so we'll take a look at some of those baseball games later on. Hey, in the NHL too. Yeah. Tom McKay of AV Consultations. Who would be very upset if we did not mention that the, Ve- the the Vegas Golden Knights are up three to one? Oh, I know in, in that, the NHL, fin- NHL finals. And I don't have the reader, but again, big thanks to Tom McKay and everyone over there at Audiovisual Consultation because he's the one that keeps the ship running. So I appreciate it very ship, much. Ship, ship running. Yeah, ship, championship. <laughs> they get anything done for you. I heard that too. <laughs> yeah, Jack. I reach for the dump. Make sure, make sure we're on delay. <laughs> Uh, that's what you love about live radio. Well, it's myself, Justin Simmons, alongside Ty Henderson, Shay Holt, sitting in, in Ty's chair. Has it, get, has it got comfy yet after one hour? Oh, yeah, I broke it in. <laughs> well, yeah, I think if you're listening <laughs> at the beginning, you really broke it in. I'm not, gonna, I'll let, I'm not sure we're going to let you let that one down. 
I don't no. think you should. <laughs> and, of course, Jack Farrell behind the glass. It's been interesting already in hour number one as we move on to hour number two. And, and Ty had brought it up during the break, and, and that's kind of what made me want to think about it because I know sometimes y'all can be a tough crowd, you know, not necessarily soccer fans. I get it. It's like, you know, your fifth favorite sport, kind of like how I feel about baseball. But I still acknowledge that it's important. And the fact that the best player of his generation – who's maybe just a tad, and I'm talking just a tad past his prime, is coming over to MLS. He signed that big deal. I mean, this league is weird because everybody owns, like the league owns all the teams in a way. Really? Like you have separate owners, right? But but like the league kind of oversees like how everybody shares money between each other. This is how they got David Beckham to come over. Like the league chipped in. To make sure that L.A. could buy David Beckham. The league chipped in. Adidas chipped in. <laughs> Apple TV chipped in. For Messi, right? That's, sure. that's how he got like shared, like Apple shares. Yeah, right? because, you know, obviously now that we have a MLS pro team here in Austin, right? I Who feel lost like, last night, right? Yeah, it was a really tough game, too. And I was trying to stay away from it. Sporting KC? Yeah, on the road. 4-1? Yep. Yeah. It was tough, man. I don't know. I know the ups and downs of this team. Man. It's just been a hard year. You know, they're lacking defenders. Does Josh Wolf does he make it through this year? That's tough to say, man. It's getting harder. I mean, yeah, it's getting harder. Messi's coming to the MLS. I know. The one thing is, is that Austin won't have to compete with it. But I'm like, you know, as an Austin fan, it's just like, okay, so you see the league chipping in to bring in Messi to enter Miami, right? But it's like, well, is the league going to chip in to get us like a, a star player? And the answer is no. So can you, what's the, so is there a salary cap in MLS? Yes. That's stupid. Okay. Like, like but, does not, that's just going to like put a, that's going to hamstring the league. See, and, I'm, and I'm glad that you bring that up because like, that's what fans of the league have been saying for years. And it's like, okay, so the outsider perspective is the same. Like, you know, you don't follow this league, but you even know it's like, okay, well, if you want to attract the best talent possible, you, you're going to have money, to pay him. Money talks. We saw that with live golf this week. <laughs> yeah, man. How? Well, that I, that I, that goes in with the Messi thing because what he was reportedly offered like one point five billion, yeah, by one of those Saudi Arabian soccer teams. Yeah, and they've been spending the money to recruit. Obviously, they have Ronaldo. And they just signed Kareem Benzema. They just signed Conte. You know, the the midfielder that for won, Chelsea, right? Yeah, who won multiple Premier League titles, won a World Cup of France. It's like so they're you know they're bringing in these guys that are just kind of past the peak of their prime as well hoping to attract eyes to their clubs, and it works. Um, if you look at the Instagram numbers, Inter-Miami now has more followers than, like, every team in, like, all of the major professional sports. Oh, didn't they get, like, 2 million followers in, like, 12 hours? It was, something like, crazy. It was like four 400 million or something crazy like that. Like, a huge number. Okay, so somebody's going to chip in with the designated player uh, text. I appreciate that here on the text line. You can always chime in, 512-337-3776. Salary cap, but three designated players that don't count against the salary cap. So it's like, yeah. You're Is that sp- Darussi for, for Austin? Yeah, that would be Darussi for Austin. Darussi, I'm sorry. Uh, it's because this is that DRI, so it's a three. I, I also learned this week, he, can't, he doesn't even get on the field for Argentina's national team, does he? Well, no, and it's because Argentines, the Argentinian national team is like really good. Yeah, but he's. I feel like he's very good. Yes. Is this not at that level at all? Yeah. Like does he even ever? Does he ever make the squad? I don't think he would be in contention for really? the national team squad. Really? It's. Just, I mean, he obviously hasn't. Ever, he hasn't been. But that's just weird to me that because I've. I mean, I've watched him play live. I've watched him play against MLS competition. Who I 
I, I assume it's got. It, I know it's gotten better in the last f- ten years for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it's definitely improved a lot, and it's because MLS has made it an effort to actually like start academies. Like FC Dallas has a good academy where you where we kind of follow the European model. You start them young, and you get them top tier coaching, and hope to produce players that you sell in order to make more money for your club. The problem is, like you mentioned, there's a salary cap, and, and you can get three-star players, but it's like... Who are those guys for Austin? Man, that's you know? I don't know off the top of my head. I just know that Driussi got paid. I know he's a designated player. I believe, well, Alex Ring used to be one. I know Zardes. they took him off. Uh, probably Zardes. And there has to be one more. I don't know who it is. I was going to say, I, don't, I know Fagundes got paid, but I don't know if he got the DP slot. Yeah. But, so well, what kind of impact do you think Messi will have on the MLS? Do you think... Well, that's why. It, well, it's a bigger deal than David Beckham. Wait, wait. How much money did he get? You're telling me he got offered a one and a half billion dollars in Saudi that's, Arabia, and he came to. It was a billion. It was over a billion dollars. Wasn't yeah. It? He, well, it was well, did like, he get like? Did he get like two hundred million? Like to come he, play for Miami? They haven't really released a number that I saw. It was just like because he's going to have like these stock options in plus, Apple. I saw the Apple stuff. Yeah, but is and it, then with Adidas. Like he's going to get a portion there. I think I'm sure that he's going to have it written in his contract where he becomes partial owner of a team or gets his own team. And you got to think, do you think he wants to move his family to Saudi Arabia or to Miami, Florida? And I was just about to say that because that's what his main thing was while he was talking to the media about this move is that he wanted to move his family. He'd rather have moved him here than to Saudi Arabia. Yeah. And I mean, at a certain point, I'm sure he's got enough money in the bank. It's not like... You know, it's a Tiger Woods situation when they uh, live golf offered him, you know, a similar contract, but um, and I don't know what that was about. Maybe he just didn't want to. I think it was like eight hundred million dollars. With that, you don't have to move to Saudi Arabia, though. You just yeah, that, that's a, contrary I, to my initial uh, belief. I know you're one person. Like I've had a bunch of people talk to a bunch of people about it that don't really pay attention to golf much, and they were under the impression that the Live Tour played in Saudi Arabia, <laughs> I which mean, I thought initially too. Me too, at like, first. Yeah. Uh, but I, I mean, I know they built some. They, I'm sure they have. Some I think nice there is like courses. one course, maybe or like yeah. one tournament. I'm sure there. they do some Middle East tournament. But yeah, how about we get into that? What do you What do y'all think about that whole merger with P, the PGA? What's DP? a better merger, uh, Max or the uh, new golf alignment with the PGA? Max, the Max streaming? <laughs> yeah, the Max streaming, which was what HBO Max coming together with what, what um, Discovery Plus or the ID Discovery Network. Channel one? Yeah. Oh, so, I I think that's probably uh, people don't like that, but I don't. I think a lot of people would hate this uh, golf merger a little bit more. What do you think people are going to watch more of? Golf, Max. What? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they're going to watch Max more than this golf. Oh, I, yeah, I know. But I, I mean, y'all are both what casual golf fans. How many tournaments a year of golf do you watch? Yet? Four. Zero, maybe zero complete <laughs> i mean uh occasionally I, I see it on television yeah i know people love espn plus because they can watch like you know random golfers and first round action or warm-up round stuff you know okay so let me let me pose this question if so this does happen in soccer so let's be going if one of the if the, that investment fund from saudi arabia bought yes. man menu or man, man city they which did, they are essentially yeah does that affect your you like? Do you care? Will you st- ever stop watching because of the you know the social implications that that has? Yeah, you already know the answer. The I know. Yeah, the answer is no because at the end of the day, is sports, and you know they were having this conversation on like the British radio on my way up here. And yes, I know it's because I was listening to the soccer talk because I'm still celebrating the championship, and they even brought that up. It's like, you know, how do you how do you feel about that? And it's just like, well. 
if you really want to break it down, you can say that all these people that are you know big businessmen that have a lot of money probably did some shady stuff already when it comes to human rights violations in order to make their products. Oh, we were talking about secession earlier. It's <laughs> like none of those people are good people. Most people, most extremely, extremely rich, rich, the one percent of the one percent are you know like you said. Yeah, did some shady stuff to get there. Yeah, like I'm sure there's going to be some skeletons in the closet, or just because of the the way that the supply chain works, that you utilize something that came from blood money in order uh, to have your product do what it does. I think it's a little bit different with Saudi Arabia because all that stuff is out um, there. It's just out in the open, and I, like I they have law like you can't be gay there. Yeah, like a law like laws. You know, it's and and this is and this is in this case it is sports sports washing. So, uh, do you think all this money coming in from them is good for? Man City and the PGA Tour. Well, obviously it worked for Man City because they won the championship, and that's what Newcastle is hoping because now they have the Saudi state owning their team, and they're hoping that well, they've gotten a lot better. Like they got, they finished in a Champions League spot. When's so, the last time that happened for them? Shoot, I want to say like the nineties, maybe. Yeah. I I can't remember the last Mon- time money that talks. New- yeah, I can't remember the last time that Newcastle was relevant in in terms of European soccer, and I mean I follow the history pretty well but i couldn't tell you that so i'm surprised so they're going to be making big money because champions league if you qualify pays out even more money advertising wise for your club how do you feel if you're one of the like roy mcroy or one of the other guys that didn't take the money from live golf initially let's it, let's pose that question to the people on the text line too at 512-337-3776 and real quick uh they uh they responded about those dps it's a uh, rigoni ring and Driussi. so the two argentines and then ring who's been the captain in the last couple of years okay but yes okay so going back to uh you know rory and tiger who didn't take the money i mean tiger doesn't care he, i i mean yeah, but it's, I think you get to a point where you... He's you, pretty much essentially re- retired at this point. Yeah, but I mean... I mean he's done pretty, for the rest of the year. It's a pretty easy retirement, though, if you can get it. Oh, I would have taken the money. Yeah, exactly. I was, I was saying on Bucky and Aaron this week, if you paid me a million dollars to go do that show in Saudi Arabia every day, and with all those social implications that would go along with that, I would, I would do it. <laughs> money talks. I mean, it's like, I wish I could be a lot more, you know, less pessimistic about just like how the world works in general, but it's like, you know, I, we already work in a really tough field. You know how it is. It's like you need some breaks to go your way. And sometimes it's not going to be because of the, of the break room or something. You're going to have to go talk to people outside. And, of it. and it is different for us because none of those guys that took that money were struggling in the first place. They were still professional golfers, still doing very well for themselves. But that's that's generational wealth. If you can like some of the guys that were getting $100 million plus for yeah, what, I three mean, like, years? You're going you're gonna to change your life. You're going to change your grandkids' grandkids' life for yeah. that kind of money. And, and, like, I hate to say it, but it's just like, okay, look, we, we know where the money's coming from. But at the end of the day, it's just all like nobody else is going to take care of you. And so if you have this opportunity to take it, you know, it's, it's, it's perfect pro wrestling speak. I should have taken the money. And I would take them. Oh, isn't the WWE owned by the Saudis now too? No, no. There was talks about that. They it didn't happen. They're owned by Endeavor. Oh, it's the UFC, the, the mother that, mother company. That's why I was like, how long until we start fixing UFC, or is the UFC already fixed? You know, because it's like now you're going to have it under the same house. I heard that. What I we might have talked about this last week, but um, the WWE like it's like they're going to be you're going to be able to bet on it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that because I was like, I already know what to do. <laughs> Now you're going to come to me for betting advice. What? But how are we going to wager this storyline of the bloodline? I just against- don't because the guy. I mean, they go into the night like it's a show. They know what what's going to happen. Yeah, right? but then there's times where like just before you go out, the big boss guy is like, "Hey, he's going to win. Take the pin." <laughs> <laughs> 
And that's, that's what, like, yeah, man, it could change. It's like sports. Like, oh, we're going to go in one direction. I know, before. but how can you let people bet on something that it's like sports? There's certain, there's a good amount of people that know the outcome. Yeah. Yeah. I know. And that's, I know they, it's a, it's a sport. Like you got to be an athlete to be a wrestler, but it's, it's a performance for sure. Oh yeah. I mean, like, did you ever go to Disney world and see like the Indiana Jones live stunt show? That's how I feel what WWE is. I haven't. But yeah, neither have I. Man, is, does that even exist anymore? I probably doesn't. Right. I, Indiana Jones. I mean, th- there's a new one coming. He's out. in his final film, like 90 year old. I, I'm pretty sure Harrison like, Ford. Yeah, I'm oh not my sure. God. Well, you know, I'm not sure how old Harrison Ford really is, but he has to be up there. I saw that they used like a lot of CGI and like AI, <laughs> like uh, age reducing technology. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But you know, Al Pacino is still out here having kids. So who who am I to judge? Right? Al Pacino and uh, God, the other. Robert De Niro too. Yeah, both man. both have. Ha- De Niro's got a new kid too. They're both like eighty-seven. But is it with like a twenty-seven-year-old girl too? Yes, yeah, like yeah, like a fifty-year age. Well, yeah. You Harrison know, Ford's we were talking eighty, by the way. 80. 80. 80 years old. Eighty-one still, in July. Still on adventures, you know. So I'm hoping that I'm still that active, like when I'm in my eighties, like always active. <laughs> well, I I wonder what they've got left for him to do. I mean, the last Indiana Jones abomination was like what the Shia LaBeouf. He was getting, he was he was living through nuclear bombs. Oh, and, the fridge. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> that would encountering never aliens and whatnot. Yeah, I think they went back to the roots on this one. Less aliens, more you know, trying to beat up the Nazis. So we'll see how it goes. But I'm interested. I guess kind of sort of. I don't think is I this time think- traveling. No, I don't. I don't know. Maybe. Well, Indiana <laughs> Jones. Is, it's set. It's set in like the 30s, man. Yeah. I can at least read you the, the, the old synopsis ones. on Google. I guess that's true. Yeah. Okay. Go. It's they. They went back to Nazis. Good call. Well, there were Nazis. I think even in the Crystal Skull one. Um, were they like Russian? Well, also, maybe they yeah. were Russian. I like it was Kate Blanchett was the villain, and she was Russian. Okay. It was it was the Soviets. But yeah, it's uh, Indiana Jones. His he has a goddaughter in this one. <laughs> so they got rid of LaBeouf. Okay. Good call. He soon <laughs> finds himself squaring off against Jürgen Voller, a former Nazi who works for NASA. So that's also, ooh, we're, we're getting into the fact that we just got a bunch of na- Nazi scientists to work at NASA. Brain work. drain type stuff, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, he's he's taking he's taking on uh, the Nazis from the inside out, but inside America as they invade the space program. And, <laughs> and when's it set? When's it set? Does it say? It's got to be. Set? I mean, like the seventies. Got to be. Well, if it's NASA, it's got to be probably the sixty. It's probably going to be space race stuff. Okay. Because I mean, well, Crystal Skull was what ten, fifteen years ago, and that was the fifties. So yeah, I mean, wow. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to watch this one. I mean, I'm gonna watch. I mean, Indiana Jones. Are you, you gonna pay to favorite. watch this, like in the theater? What's what was the one before called? Like the Crystal Skull. Yeah, I went to that in theaters, and I've never watched it again. But I remember, I remember how ridiculous it was. So it'll probably <laughs> be a similar experience. Uh, I'm assuming so. Let's check to the specs text lines real fast. Golf Lingo chimed in because we were talking about the, the the live golf talk and the PGA Tour merging. The same people who complain about the Saudis go to Starbucks and use Uber and Lyft, so they actually help give them money. So many brands that you wouldn't believe they invest in how Americans and Europeans spend money, which is, I, I mean. It's true. It's true. So it's like, oh, yeah, you know. No ethical consumption. Oh, by the way, and if you watch the NBA, I mean, that's the NBA is owned by China. There's not. There's a lot of human rights violations going on there as well. It's that's it's a 
pretty much it's hard to find a company that well that's that big yeah. and has isn't involved with some shady money and, and the one thing i will always go back to when people try to say like sports isn't political i'm like i'm sorry guys sports has always been political and this isn't the first time that we've seen that happen we were talking about you know the nazis this happened with hitler when they were running the olympics this happened in 78 when argentina was under a brutal dictatorship and they hosted the world cup Trying to you know try to make everything seem like everything was good in the country when it when it wasn't yeah and you think about other Olympic things that happen you know when World we Cup boycott. was in Russia a few years ago yeah. and now they can't even they aren't even allowed to participate in it <laughs> yeah anymore. we boycotted the Olympics yeah eighties yeah we boycotted going to Russia because of the Cold War stuff and they and they boycotted coming over here so yeah I mean all, all sports has always been political in one way or another so. I I guess if you're one of those golfers, I still feel like those guys must be super upset. You know, I know that they're calling their 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 boss a hypocrite. Jay Monahan, that's the guy that if you're going to be mad at anybody, I mean, it's him. He, I mean, he's the guy that brought all the 9/11 families into the into the picture. Mm-hmm. I mean, basically said that you if you join that tour, you got to apologize to these families, and and then you just completely 180 and take the money, and then say that these guys are world class investors. Yeah, I mean, I don't you mean go to, from terrorists to investors, yeah. world class investors, just like that. Yeah, I don't mean to be such a downer on a Sunday morning because you know we're usually a fun, you know, a fun positive show and everything. But it's like, yeah, this was a big thing that happened, and it just kind of we really, did. I talked about golf for more than I ever have in my life yeah, this week. Honestly, this is the most I've thought about it because I'm like, oh, so the rest of the world is now catching up on what soccer fans have been kind of dealing with already. Is we're like, oh, you have these, you know, these kingdoms, these big money people coming in being run by the state you know it's like they got money to burn and they're just trying to kind of like put their influence i know we got to take a break soon but when we come back i want to talk about like the possibility of this ever happening in any of the other american like major american league sports it might because i never thought i would see ads on jerseys you know in american professional sports because it was bush league but now almost every team does it and we don't notice it either yeah that's i noticed it on the nba jersey i noticed the only reason i noticed it on miami's is because it's you KG, which I don't even know what company that is, mm-hmm. but I just think of UGK every time I see it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, y'all, but, y'all sponsored by the Underground Kings. But it's kind of like what they said in 1984. It's like, oh, once you've kind of like brainwashed everybody into believing that's the norm, like, oh, everybody has advertisements on their jerseys. Well, then a whole new generation grows up with that just being the way things are instead of how things were. So they're just going to be like, oh, well, what's with, you know, selling out more ad space? You know, and it's just, the cycle will just continue to push on once they can make it a thing that's regular like regular in your everyday life. Yeah. But as a traditional sports fan like that, it's like, no man, American sports teams shouldn't have advertisements. They already make enough money. Like why do they need the additional money from a sports uniform? Greed, man. Everybody wants more. Once you, once you got a little bit, you just want more. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's how it is. But I'm really surprised about those golfers that didn't take the money. No, I think they'll get, I think the details of the deal from what I've seen so far, haven't really come out, you know, but I think they I assume that they worked in some kind of compensation for those guys that didn't take the deal. Okay. I guess the big question I want to leave you with is like, is this going to make you want to watch golf going forward? Because ultimately this is what it's about, right? And you, you, you're trying to make me watch the sport and hold that thought because we got to take a break. And I want that answer on the other side of that said break right here on the Wagner Wire 104.9 and streaming worldwide on hornfm.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Jack. Thank you so much. I put a smile on my face. This is my jam. If you are from the Corpus Christi, Rio Grande Valley area, this is our queen. I was about to say, this is Take You Back. Take Me Back, man. Like, you know, being... Now you got to let it get to the chorus, bro. You got to let it go. This is a little Selena. Oh, yeah. Lake yeah. Jackson, born. Shout Hell out. Oh, yeah, man. Gulf Coast. Man, it's like one of those few times like I didn't even need to know the words. I just know I liked how it sounded as a kid, you know? Didn't need to know. Right here. here. Yeah, she's talking about Apartment 512 as we bring to you this show here in the 512. If you play your cards right, you know, and you get smooth like Ty, you could be that Chico in Apartment 512. There you go. Man, Deep Eddie Cabaret past two nights. <laughs> Shout out to them, Good dude. That's, there. That needs to be your sponsor right there. I, honestly, they, they, we got we got some uh, one of the bartenders there. She li- she listens pretty oh. much to all the shows. So that's awesome, out. man. You know, shout out to all of our listeners that are not just listening to this show, but the ones that listen all the time to the horn. Because I'm always surprised. Like we talk about, you go out in public. Sometimes you're ordering. Oh, I was at the Round Rock Express game getting my media pass on Friday, and the lady was like, "Oh, you're with the horn. What's your name?" And I was like, "Ty." And she's like, "Oh my god, Texas guy." Ty. She's like, "I gotta tell you, if I took all your bets, I would be a very broke woman." <laughs> like, Zing, you got me there. But at like, least she listens. Yeah, she. Yeah, and she. We. Uh, no, shared a shared a conversation. I, I love all the listeners out there. I don't. I always forget how many people actually do listen I, I'm, all the time. I know we got a lot of loyal fans out there. Yeah, I'm always surprised about the ones that like to talk to us, even here on the Specs Text Line. Again, you can always chime in five one two three three seven three seven seven six. I'm celebrating Champions League. We're going to get back to this uh, golf talk here. Uh, Texas baseball yeah. could, could secure a spot in the College World Series today. I'm surprised that we've been able to stay away from the NBA Finals, but it's just because I'm it's done. not I exciting. I'm just, I'm just done. You know, Like I said earlier, the Mavs weren't in it this year. This is probably the worst series like that we've had in the Finals in a while. A little one-sided so far. It's been a lot of fun, though. It's been like The games have been pretty close. Have they, though? The last one you know, definitely hit the... the, the uh, the spread easily because it was just the minus two and i think they, they won by what eight yeah it kind so of it kind of like 12 yeah it kind of feels like denver has been up about 10 points the entire game for That's, every game besides even in game two i mean they they were up at halftime yeah i never really feel like they struggled until they lost the plot in in game two let me uh shout the text line real fast uh no name here but come on smash you're not that active <laughs> we, yeah we were talking about uh you know party and stuff and uh no you were talking nero you're, I thought, Pacino. Oh, yeah, and I was like, yeah, you're right. I'm not that, I'm not that active. You know, I, I, I'm pretending that I was because you know I had that that throwback day drinking yesterday because of uh, City winning Champions League, and then uh, we were talking about live golf, and we talk about that again. Our smartphones are made by child and slave uh, labor in other countries, which is true. Nike, you got Nikes on right now. Yep, I'm wearing. Yeah, well, I'm wearing Adidas. Same thing, right? Uh, golf lingo, love him or hate him, but Phil Mickelson was really fighting for appearance fees for players, which the PGA Tour didn't do at all, while European Tour and other tours did. The players that did take the money will be reimbursed through finding uh, finding the other players and paying appearance fees for them. 
check out Saudi Vision 2030 and this will all make sense. It is all about changing their image for future tourism because oil is going away. Great show, fellas. Go Orioles. So oh, that we, got an o, we got an O's fan. That yeah, and that's uh, Golf Lingo chiming in. And, and, you know, obviously Golf Lingo would know about this probably better than any of us. So we really do appreciate that well-informed uh, text here on the Specs text line. Saudi Vision 2030, huh? Yeah. Legalize it's out here saying we out here in DeFry. It's time for the NBA to be done. The playoffs have been going on for six months, and preseason is probably about to start here soon. No, I'm, I'm getting ready for football, man. I'm College getting, or pro? Pro. You know, that, that's that's money-making season, but I also I just I, – I love I love all sports. I try to watch as much as I can. I've gotten into NASCAR recently. Oh, by the way, last weekend, Kyle Busch, I called it on the show. So there you go. If you want some money off that, you're we'll, welcome. We'll go back and tell your lady friend over at uh, the Round Rock Express game that not all your – Yeah, no, I, I trust me. I, I let her know. Um <laughs> But let I, me, what was I saying? Sorry. <laughs> well, let me let me take it back real fast, if you if you don't mind, because uh, we sure. were talking about and we teased it before the break. So I do want to get back to it. Are you going to watch this new merged, uh, you know, golf company? Essentially, yes. what's it going to be called? Is it just going to be called the PGA Tour? Is it you know? I've heard conflicting reports on that because I mean, Rory pretty much came out and said that there is no more. There will be more, no more live anymore. Like it'll everything will. It wasn't kinda, a good name to begin with, to be honest. I don't what is I don't even know what it stands for. Fifty four. Oh, fifty four. I think that was for the three uh, eighteen round games. Oh, oh, I kind of like the numerals. I kind of like that. Yeah. I kind of like that more now because you have fifty four holes. Yeah, they play three rounds. Yeah, so yeah, I'll, I mean, I'm gonna watch regardless. I think the people that saying they're not gonna watch. I, I we were talking in the break, and I I mean, not we don't talk about politics on the show, but I, it was similar to when you know Donald Trump was running for president the first time and. And people were like, oh, I'll move, I'm moving to Canada. I'm moving out of the country if he gets elected. And I guarantee you 99% of those people didn't. And they, their lives still went on. If, you, if you're a golf fan, you're not going to overnight not be a golf fan anymore. Yeah, we just talked about with like the team that just won Champions League. It's like, yeah, my team is owned by you know, a chic. It's like, and you, did, did I stop watching after he got bought? No, I thought you, know, was... you are very happy today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's probably a direct result of that sale. Oh, easily. Easily, because before then, they were a team that was getting constantly relegated, getting knocked out of the Premier League. They had the fight just to get back in. They were always the little brother to Man United. This feels so good. You know, I wish that Zach Christo and, and Garrett Green were still doing this Sunday morning soccer show with me so I could just be bashing their heads in with this today. You have no idea. No, yeah. I, Every Man I United see smile fan. on your face. You're oh, happy. it's wide. Manchester is blue. All of Europe is blue, and every United fan, because there's a big United fan base here in Austin, I'm not sure how many of them are listening right now, but this has to be like the worst day in their life, and I couldn't be happier. <laughs> is, couldn't um, be happier. Is, uh, so Manchester City, is that your favorite soccer team yeah, like in the world? Man. Yeah, yeah, that was my first like soccer love. You know, like, uh, so your uppings have come, y'all, you know, th- you, this, is, this is the day after the Super Bowl. Yes, yes, today is like day after Super Bowl. Uh, I'm still like on a. Oh, high you said there's going to be a parade tomorrow in, tomorrow in Manchester. Manchester, and I will watch that live just because. What like, would you? How much would you pay, or what would you give to be there tomorrow? Two thousand dollars. You, you know, could probably fly there for a lot less. I would hope so. Hey, but I mean, but that's like my max. <laughs> if anyone wants to sponsor a trip, yeah, you know, you need like live feed on my TikTok or something. I'll, I'll make sure to you, get it back you, to you. You were over there recently, right? Yeah, in yeah. I was in London, but this is going to be in Manchester. How far is Manchester? I mean, it's like a three hour ride. Really. Train? Yeah. Yeah. Just in the northern but part the, of the country. But the okay. problem is is that they've been having strikes. So I was like, of my luck, the day I get there, there'll be a strike and I won't be able to use the subway system. And then I have to find another way to get there. And taxi rides are not cheap. So who did they defeat? Uh, they defeated Inter Milan 
who shouldn't have probably been there, but they had like a really good run during the Champions League. You know, it's like it's like the NFL playoffs. Like you might be the wild card team and you just happen to get in. And New York Giants versus New, yeah. New England. Well, they lost. But yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Essentially, it's like New York Giants versus the New England Patriots, essentially. The but, Miami Heat right now. And in that um, Champions League, uh, how many rounds of those like playoffs are there? Just you know, just to uh, a, build my knowledge of the, okay. of the organization. I'll, I'll, I'll try to break it down quickly. There's a four-team group. You have to be the top two to get out of the group. Like a round-robin type situation? Yeah, you play everybody twice. Home, okay. and home, home and home. Yeah. And then after that, you go into, like, stages, like rounds. So after yeah. the first round, Single semifinal. elimination. Yeah. But you still play two well, games. Well, no, 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 no. Two games. But the final is just one game. Yeah. Okay. So you, you play two games. I love it. I, whoever has the most goals scored over the last two over those two games, you know, will win. So you can, yeah, um, you can lose the first game. Like there's one a, nothing. draws can occur. I would assume. Yes, yes, you can still get a draw, but like, let's say you lose the first game one nil, but then you win the second game four nil, then you move on because you won by goal differential. Yeah, you won like three to one necessary. What uh, if what if it's a one zero for both teams? If it's 1-0 for both teams in a knockout stage, they'll go to extra time. And then if they can't win in extra time, they go to penalties. Okay. Yeah. It, what, what, is there a competition? I know there is. I just, I, it's not Champions League, but where if they're tied, like a home goal or an away goal is worth more than a home goal? It used to be like that. Okay. That was the aggregate goal rule, but they got rid of that this year because it was. So that was just that changed this year. Yes. Okay. Because I noticed that, and I, I used to think that meant something. Yeah. So when I was betting on these games. I was like, Yeah, yeah. Because back then, you you'd be like, Oh, they're down a goal. They need to get one back, so you know they're going to be aggressive. So it did make it a little bit easier to bet. But now it's just kind of like, Well, I don't know how that first game is going to go. They can either be you know dodgy or they can be very aggressive from the onset. It just depends on the team. And one more question about the structure. Is this a tournament that's played every year? Yes. It is like the European version of the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So essentially, like, all these teams play soccer. All these teams have, like, their separate leagues. You have the Italy League. You have the one in Spain. you got the one in England, obviously, right? France. They have leagues, like, how many spots does the Premier League, Premier League have? They have the most, they they, get the they most get, qualifications. They, they, they right? get four teams represented just because they have the strongest teams. And, and it all changes because of some UEFA equation that, ranks how strong the leagues are and you qualify the, the previous year yeah so like and it happens that's what i love about soccer it's like all year round yeah and the tournament happens you know within the year and that's what makes mm-hmm. it cool it's like okay so you might not win the championship but there's a lot of money on the line so you want to finish at least fourth you know and, and keeps all those games interesting so every game does count to the within area. the premier league yes. or la liga or whatever exactly it uh, keeps some sort of relevance to for positioning in those those leagues yeah, you're always you're teams are always fighting for something because I mean you could you could be really good one year and qualify and then the next year suck, but you're still in that that big tournament. So if you can show out for that one game, you know how, how often do they play? Like yeah. every few weeks. Because I don't think Inter Milan finished in a Champions League spot. So in they, order to have qualified again, they would have to have won the Champions League, but they didn't. So they're not going to be playing Champions League football next year, even though that they were the. So Manchester City has. Um, they're in it the next year because they won. Well, and they, they won the automatic they won, bid. They won yeah. the Premier League too, though. So yeah, oh, they would have been in regardless. Yeah. But yes, the winner, if if you're not going to finish in a Champions League spot, you get to defend the crown. So you do, would be back. Do in. Do y'all think that a tournament style like that could ever happen in like baseball or any other American sport with any if if any of the other leagues around the world ever got Shoot. stronger? I think it's all just about how stingy American teams are. Like, are you like? Are you willing to share? 
kind of like let up your grasp with like or hold of the sport. I guess the sport has to be popular other than other places too. Well, Baseball is really the only one I could think of. Baseball and would be the most conceivable. Japan's the only place I can think Korea. where they would even be teams right now that Mexico? would have any chance. Mexico almost beat us in the almost I mean, got to the, the Dominican final. Republic team yeah. was like stacked. They would smoke us. Oh, no, well, that's like that's like World Cup style. I'm talking just like if Oh. The Yan- if the Yankees and the Braves were the two teams that qualified from the MLB, and you just had like, you know, yeah, NBA is the- doing a midseason. T- we don't know what it is yet, but they're yeah, there they're is like, something. oh, you win everyone wins a million dollars if you win something like that. And but, they they keep saying we want it to be like soccer, and I mean, I, we just don't know what the details I, are on yeah. that. Yet, but I mean, basketball is trying. Basketball is another sport where it I could mean, be like that. That's global. Yeah, that's yeah. All, I mean, all over Europe anyway. I, I've, I've always, been, I was, I've always wanted a relegation system in American sports too. Oh man, no owner would ever agree to that. It would be great for uh, college football. Great for fans. Yeah, I mean, it would be cool if you got relegated from the SEC for being like the top, you know, bottom three teams, and then like these other teams. That, that would, yeah, that's a cool idea. Like a, a smaller conference, kind of being like partnering with an SEC or a Big Ten, and being like, all right, yeah, like the winner, you know. A relegation system. Well, I, you know, I, like twelve could, best yeah. teams. They would. I don't conference. think they would ever agree to that. That but. could be a good way to basically change. Because I mean, every team is now in the SEC and the Big Ten somehow, and more teams are joining those conferences. So I yeah. think that could be a way to, uh, like the American Conference, if yeah. they partnered up with. I mean, the big. I think the Big Twelve is going to be all right. Um, Just like have but, tiers. Yeah. Because yeah. like we can't. Like why is USC in the Big Ten? Like that just doesn't make sense. We could, it would make more sense to me if you just did like tiers because we already have Power Five, Group of Five, FCS. But like Georgia and Alabama, and hopefully when Texas continues, oh, to we're improve, winning we a national all, championship. We should all play. <laughs> yeah, I know that. That's that's just true. But yeah, no, that's a, that's an interesting thought for sure. I think you guys got the quarterbacks for it. Honestly, I always forget you went to A and M. Even then, man, I'm a two percenter, so it's not like I care. I know. Yeah, what's, I do a, what's a two percenter? Oh, a two percenter at Texas A and M is one of those people that goes to the game but leaves early. Oh, there's only two percent of those. They just don't really care about. Yeah, and they're not like red asses. There so you what go. Would you call red, that at red Texas? Would you call it at Texas like a like a forty five percenter? Because <laughs> everyone leaves. <laughs> yes. Par for the course. No, there's some good Aggies out there. We had a lot of friends growing because me and Shay, we didn't really t- we haven't really talked about our relationship beyond that. We've been co-hosts on the Lone Star Lowdown, which is available on all platforms. Plug it, uh, baby. Podcast. Plug it. Um, but we had a lot of friends growing up that w- their whole lives wanted to go to UT and just didn't get in. And they were like, oh, well, I guess I'm going to A&M now. See, that's what happened to me. But mine was all political, man. See, like if back in my <laughs> high school, like if you're top 10 percent, right, you automatically get to go to any school, public university in the state of Texas. Yeah. Everybody wants to go to UT. Well, like I took my honors courses and stuff. I had like college courses. Like I'm much older than you guys. It wasn't the norm back then. It was like the new things. Like ooh, college courses during high school. Like AP classes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I took all those. But like I knew this guy that was ahead of me on the the grading structure, and that guy never took an honors class in his life. But his dad was on the school board too. So it's just like no. Nope. I remember I can. Compl- I've never complained about something so hard in my life. And then the next year after that, they changed it. They changed the rule. That's we we didn't rank at Westlake because it was just. It was too hard, like because it was like I was I would have been, I was like middle bottom like sixty percent. Okay. And but I had like a ninety six GPA. Well, yeah, I mean, it's like, like the people at the top were like had like one hundred and twelve GPA. I was just like, like you went to a really competitive school. Me, I, I I can't say that I necessarily did. I was just smart enough to know that I should be like that top ten percent. But it's like I'm just not going to get it because of the technicalities. Well, you know? I mean, I'm the fake UT <laughs> UT student. You know, everyone knows my story. But Shay did graduate from Texas and. Hey man, so, so I, 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 so, 
I think living me, the dream for us, baby. <laughs> I think still part of me still wishes I was the fake UT student. I didn't even get that, dude. You know? I mean, I lived. Me and Shay lived together. He he kind of helped me out on the being the fake UT student. It was, <laughs> I, that was that was great times. So I'll, I'll, I pretty much I felt like I went to UT, but I didn't, and I got my degree from Texas State. <laughs> they did. That's the way to go, though. Now that you bring that up, I was uh, texting my best friend from high school. He went to UT, and I was like, man, I remember that 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 summer in 05 on on the couch playing FIFA. That's what got me into this whole thing. So it came all back around. And I was like, yeah, I like man. those moments. Love that moment. It's like a movie. But uh, we have to step away. Got to pay some bills, right? Yep, Is that I think great? so. Okay, so we'll take a break. We'll come back with more of the Wagner Wire without wags here on 1049 The Horn. Hey man, feeling groovy on this Sunday morning, cruising along with all of you, no matter where you may be listening, whether it's in the car, on your favorite streaming device, or just in your head. I don't know. You can just pick up the the, the sound waves. I maybe you have a metal plate up there. I don't know. I've seen it happen before. But thank you for listening, regardless. It's a beautiful as, day. As we have the uh, this version of the Wagless Wire, because Wags is not in here. That was Shay. I'll give him credit. That was his thing. Yeah, that was smart on you. So uh, no Wags here today, but you can follow him on. Twitter at not the fake wags uh, sitting in myself the smash Justin Simmons you find me on Twitter Instagram all that good jazz at the smash Simmons you can find my guy Texas guy Ty at Texas guy Ty Ty Henderson there on Twitter and of course uh, Shay Holt sitting in on the uh, on Ty's chair you can follow him on Twitter at Shay S H A Y Holt 23 and of course Jack Farrell behind the glass you find him on Twitter at Jack A Farrell uh man Jack I have to say, you make one Beach Boy reference, and you've been playing a lot of 60s music ever since. I've been staying adjacent. I just can't... I'm trying to land on a Beach Boy song. What's your favorite Beach Boy song? Um, Maybe I heard In a, My Room, Good Vibrations. I mean, Good Vibrations is always... Snoop John B. Wasn't, wasn't Good Vibrations rated as like the happiest song? Like, to like, it when, like when it... When people, there was like a scientific study that was like the the noises in that song release the most like serotonin in your in your brain. Like it's a happy vibe. Like, are you sure it's not? Wouldn't it be nice? Because that song is way happier than Good Vibrations. No. It's, no, it's not even like the lyrics. It's just like it's a, the, the little, literal the, the little music. Sound. Good Vibrations is weird though. It has the like staccato cello and I, the theremin. It like, has the that's yeah, weird. I was gonna say it has the theremin, but I was like, look up that study. It's but like, I like but I like that song more than any of the other songs that they do, except for like what Surfing USA. I could take that. I, I mean, saw the Good Vibrations. I, I saw song. the Beach Boys at um, the racetrack up in up in Dallas when <laughs> I was very young. <laughs> Did they play it's, Kokomo? I don't remember. I was like six years old, but oh well, I, I mean, saw it as a core memory right there. Okay, well, like California Girls, it's a good one too. Oh, that one's been covered by everybody that I can think of. I just heard a, uh, I think I heard like a techno version of that song recently, like a Steve Aoki remix <laughs> on like Sirius XM. I was like, okay, man, we're still listening to the Beach Boys like eighty years later, which is kind of amazing. I say eighty; it's like seventy. I mean, when when was their their peak? 60s, late 60s early 60s early 60s really yeah because it came out of that late 50s doo-wop vibe and then they kind of took parts of that and implemented some rock sounds underneath it so like early 60s and then they had then what what's the lead singer's name brian brian well he's the lead songwriter and stuff at yeah least. the one that had the breakdown right? yeah and kevin well, loves uncle of course 
Yeah, my yeah. guardian, who's everyone is just says is just like an awful dude. But uh, you know, the Beach Boys uh, and the Beatles like had that musical arms race kind of a thing. That last song was the Beatles, by the way. But uh, they like Beatles put out Revolver. Brian Wilson's like, oh my god, this is the best thing I've ever heard in my entire life. So the Beach Boys do Pet Sounds. And Paul McCartney's like, oh my God, this is the best thing I've ever heard in my life. And then they did Sgt. Pepper's. And Brian Wilson proceeded to lose his mind. Your music knowledge always amazes me, Jack. I know. For some I, th- I, so thought, I, I thought I I knew about some music, but you well, clearly I mean, know much more about the history of it. I was like, if I need something from the country music world, I come to you first. Is that what you, is that what you think of me? When you yes. Do- Texas country. Really? Okay. Well, yeah, that's probably one of my favorite genres. Yeah, man. I'm a very eclectic. I try to... I try to I mix it up. Yeah, it's it's fun being the producer, and you kind of vibe off what are, who the guys in here revved up on Saturdays. Uh, I always play a song for wherever the race is. You know, dude, finding something good. In the there. fact that his theme song is Jerry is a Jerry was is is a race car driver. Jerry was a race car song. driver. I love that so much. It's so on the nose. It's perfect. What else, what other song would you have other than Jerry is a race car driver <laughs> for the for the racing show? Driving so damn fast. Yeah, great song. Les Claypool. Uh, yeah, I mean, they honestly, did the South Park theme song. Yes, they did. But I have to. I rem, I remember that particular song because of Tony Hawk Pro Skater, the first Great one. Great soundtrack. Yeah, it's in that soundtrack. All Those and Guitar Hawk. Hero, like, and the main event bowling alley shaped my music taste. <laughs> main event bowling alley. Dude, that was like they would play music videos. Like that's why I love the Strokes is because of the Reptilia video <laughs> that they would play. What is main event bowling alley? Yeah, you, you know, know main, main event. event? Dude, you're from oh, Austin. Oh, oh, main event. The, I thought you were talking about a video game. No. I was like, yeah, that would be a cool video bowling, game. Yeah, bowling yeah, alley at main event. Okay, yeah. No, I'm familiar. Is main event still a thing? Yeah, yeah man. We went last year. Is it fun? It's the best. I go to D&B's. Every once They're right remember by my, Remember my last, my Dave and Buster story where yeah. I literally collapsed and <laughs> threw up on, like, it was the weirdest experience of my life. I, I Out of body. I stood up. I'd had, like, maybe two drinks, and I, like, got really lightheaded all of a sudden. It was like, oh, I got to throw up. I didn't know where the bathroom was. So I went, the front door was the closest place I could go. I opened the front door <laughs> and I just like collapse and like throw up all of myself. And there was a guy out there smoking a cigarette and he caught me, he caught my head. If he didn't catch my head, I would just oh hit the probably, probably serious damage. But then like t- five minutes later, I was fine. It was such a weird thing. Did you have like an epileptic seizure or something? I felt like I had a, I felt like I was seizing. It was Dude, weird. That's crazy, man. I also hit a Mr. Mr. Product Device before that, oh, if you know what I mean. Yeah, so yeah. that could have something to do with it. Well, we heard the PSAs earlier. You got to make sure that's good. <laughs> Fentanyl's bad, man. Stay away from any kind of It is cheap, pit. though, apparently. From yeah, what, that, from what that, I hear on that, the PSA. That PSA's a little strange. <laughs> I, I think that's a little too much information for a PSA, yeah, it's, honestly. It's, it's, it's giving advice to drug dealers, almost. But anyways, um, what, what about that NCAA football game? Do you see the strike that's might be happening? That, the College Football Players Association is trying to organize no. against the new NCAA EA football game. I mean, they should get be, they should get paid though. So they're offering five hundred dollars for all name, image, and, image and likeness um, rights play? and no royalties. Ooh, no, man, I wouldn't take that either. Well, I mean, you can't. You have to give. The, it has to be a flat rate for everybody, right? Like yeah. you can't open it up for negotiations because some players obviously do deserve a lot more than that. But you got to think there's what like. 127 D1 teams. We don't even know if there's going to be D2 teams in there. Oh man, it's going to be tough to pay. A, how do you how do you organize this? The, because the now the college football players union is not as or it's not the same as like a professional players union. Exactly. It's not quite as organized. Yeah, well, so, it's harder to organize that. Yes. So there's also talk that it's like 
what's a boycott going to do? Oh, no. We were talking about it before the show, Jack. We, I've, I've seen some guys on Twitter, I'm sure you have too, that are just like, nah, I'm good. I'm, I want to be in the game. Like five hundred. I'm, I'm cool with 500 bucks. Oh, yeah, you know? like every offensive lineman's like, yeah, I'll take 500 bucks. I'll yeah. Like, and the guys that do, I mean, Charles Barkley hasn't been in any video games. We, we discovered that when we were doing, we did a little, so on Lone Star Lowdown, we did a fantasy draft of, you know, our, our top five, our starting five, like a snake draft of who we'd, who we'd, you know, pay. It was it was not the best content, but we did a simulation on NBA 2K where our teams play. We made our teams play each other, um, but we realized Shea had Charles Barkley on his team, and he's just not in that game. No, because he's not part of the players' association. It's like Bill Belichick; he's not part of the coaches' yeah. association, so you'll never see his in-game likeness or image in any of the NFL games. Charles Barkley's has had an interesting story because he used to have part of the license for the NBA players because he was an NBA Jam, the original one. And then when they came out with the new version, not 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 NBA Jam Tournament Edition, but another version of the original NBA Jam, like when it came home to Sega Genesis and Super Nintendo, they took him out of the game because he had his own basketball game called Barkley Shut Up and Jam. <laughs> and Shut Up and Jam Part 2. Did you play that one? Uh, no, it was far, it was the inferior game by far. What, was, what console was that on though? Uh, you can play that on the Sega Genesis, or okay. you can play on. The, obviously, you should just emulate it now. You can probably I know, not, not that I want to go play Charles Barkley Slam Jam. You know, it's, <laughs> shut up and jam. Shut up, shut up and jam. jam, and shut up and jam too. You know what's funny though? Some and shut up and jam too. Somebody, there, was a, there was a second one. There was a, there was a sequel. The, the thing that was funny though is that some enterprising fans actually went through and made an RPG out of the Charles Barkley's Shut Up and Jam. It's called like. Charles Barkley shut up and jam Gaiden and like you go through like this whole mysterious world and yeah like you use Charles Barkley in order to save it it's it's a cool concept man <laughs> sounds interesting yeah we'll, we'll, we'll definitely s- talk some video games the yeah. next hour we'll fit some in here on the next hour final hour the home stretch coming up on the Wagless Wire this morning here on 104.9 The Horn streaming worldwide on Horn and F- hornfm.com when it falls.